Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to thepetecalendarshow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. I was not planning on making the whole show here about Nikki Haley, and I do not intend to do so, but I will for a little bit longer. Uh, because Nikki Haley came out an hour ago, spoke for about 30 minutes, and South Carolina said she is not dropping out. She gave what was called a state of the state race. So, yeah, and the state of her race is uh, ongoing. This is important. Um, Greg Price points this out. Greg Price is a um, he's a he's comms with the SFC network. I don't know what that means. But anyway, uh, he's a good follow on Twitter, does a lot of political stuff. Um and he says Nikki Haley remaining in the race despite having no chance of winning prevents the Republican National Committee, the RNC, from declaring Trump the presumptive nominee and forming joint fundraising committees of which Biden campaigns with the DNC have 130 million cash on hand and have already spent 50 million in swing states. So that's what her presence in the race continues to block this this coordination. Now, Part of that, you could say, well, as I did, and I would look. I wanted a race. To, I wanted the the primary season to last at least through Super Tuesday, but everybody dropped out, uh, and and maybe it's for this reason they saw there's no path forward. Trump is still pulling fifty percent, roughly, uh, of the Republican primary voters, so there's no point. And uh, keep your powder dry, come back in another four years, right? Unless, of course, Trump decides to run again in four years if he doesn't win this time around. And then I guess we get to do this all one more time. But um, this idea that you can combine the RNC with the campaign, the Trump campaign, and now you can uh, you can harness more money. You can tap more donors and that sort of thing. Although he did say he didn't want any Haley donors. So I, I don't know how you weed them out of this. But um, that is a that that's a real practical difference. Right. On the other hand, I don't know how much money is getting drawn out of these coffers to pay for Trump's legal bills. So there's that, too. Mark, welcome to the program. Hello, Mark. Hey, Pete. Enjoy your show. Thank you, sir. What's going on? Yeah, I want to make a comment for people uh, with the Haley comments today. Um, You know, I've listened to her off and on. But if you listen to her, she always, one of her, her, her common themes is return to normal. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of those things I'd love to hear a follow-up, you know, what's normal? Because, you know, if, if, if that's a true statement for people that have been paying attention the past few years, that's a tell that she's, she's in with the establishment. Well, because Trump is the... Like Trump or, tr- tr- like Trump or don't like Trump, yeah. he's made it abundantly clear uh, you know, he didn't drain the swamp, but he brought the gators to the to the top and the 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 charade of of the news media bias and the two tier justice and all that. You know, you don't hear her. She'll give lip service to it on occasion, but that isn't like a thematic point that she makes. 
Well, she's, so, she has said, I mean, she outlined this stuff in the speech today. I have not heard her do so before, but I heard her today uh, say, like, give examples of the normalcy versus the chaos. You know, she she talked about the chaos that Joe Biden has been, you know, has overseen, um, but also the chaos of Trump. And she, you know, she talked about encouraging Russia uh, to invade NATO allies. I think that was one of the examples she gave. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, my only my only point is uh, to be clear about it. My only point is what's going on with what's been exposed and the you know the the, the involvement of the agencies and the setups and the and the uh, two tier justice and and the things that are obvious now. The media that's obvious to any casual observer. If she says things go back to normal, that either means she's cut a deal with the establishment where it will be quote-unquote normal, where they will be aligned. But the converse of that is she, she won't, it won't go back to normal because they'll, they'll get after her just like they got after Trump if she truly tries to stay to most of his, 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 his MAGA initiatives. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so one of the arguments uh, along these lines is that Trump was such a unique chaos agent, right, that he inspired this kind of reaction and that others would not uh, w- would not have this the, these kinds of attacks against them because they don't behave like Trump. Right. Uh, that, that's no, one. I, 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 I agree. He, he chummed the water. That's my point. No, I, yeah, right, right, it right. Just, it just it just won't be as obvious. You know, they'll go back to being more subvert about it, you know. Or, uh, or not at all. Oh, no, no see, right. So I'm not saying that. I'm saying I understand what you're saying, and that is one line of thinking. Another line of thinking, though, is that they would not actually do to anyone that is not like Trump because Trump was such a unique individual that inspired yeah, yeah, such yeah, yeah, yeah. loathing and hatred. They really didn't like him. They they didn't trust him. They thought he was a liar, a con man, all this stuff, and so they thought he posed such a unique threat that he had to be addressed the way he was yep. addressed, right? Now, Haley yep. wouldn't present yep. as that because she's not a threat. Now, uh, as he was. Now, like, what does that mean? I mean, now you'd have to go into every individual's head inside of the bureaucracies and the and all of the Department of Justice agencies and stuff. Um, now, there another line of thinking here, though, is that, um, you know, she doesn't recognize where we are, the, 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 the state that we're in, the, the fight that is being waged right now, that... The, the fact that our 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 agencies have become so corrupted as evidenced by their attacks well that's that, yeah 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 no, right. that, 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 well that'd be that that means she's naive on top of everything else right yes yeah so right. right so she could i mean my 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 early career was years ago was i mean i was in the military and then i was part of dod and one of the tanks and in, in outside of dc with the rest of the beltway bandit so i, I know how that game works mm-hmm and you know her affiliations and you know it's kind of like the lindsey the lindsey grams or whatever you mm-hmm. know sitting at an f with the liberty score you know the, the, those those guys you know they're, they're, they'll come out and talk and then they're high-fiving in the back room you know mm-hmm. and it, and it's and, it, and, and, and there's billions and trillions at play um to, to your other callers you know when you were kind of telling them you know things that are things that are in play here based on who wins you know with 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 with, with the defense contracts and the yeah and the contractors and and etc so there, there's you know tariffs on china right i mean it, that that could be trillions over a couple of years mm-hmm. um so there's there's a lot of forces at play mm-hmm. um 
But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, appreciate your show. Yes, and, sir. Uh, that's just my comment of, of, you know, I could get into her history and some of the DOD stuff and Boeing and all that. But when she says things go back to normal, that should be a flag uh, because it's either going back to normal where, you know, the swamps don't come to the surface or it goes back to normal because she's part of the she's part of the swamp. I got you. Mark, I appreciate the call. All right, thank you. Hi, man. Thanks. Um, I think also the return, you know what the return to normalcy reminds me of? First, it reminds me of what the Biden folks were saying. Vote for Biden because he's he will return us to normalcy, which I guess, you know, on that. But um, the other thing is it reminds me of um, uh, old radio host here at WBT, Keith Larson, used to talk about going back to sleep that America woke up on 9-11 and there were a lot of people that just want to be lulled back to sleep. And I think that's what she's pitching. Right? This is the moment in the Matrix, red pill, blue pill. And she's saying, I'll give you the blue pill. Go back to sleep. Right? Plug you back into the Matrix, stick the thing in the back of your head and go back to sleep. I do have some tweets, some Pete tweets. Gary says, when people say establishment, I think they are referring to the unit party, the Tillis, the McConnells, the Democrat leadership. They hate Trump because he challenged the status quo. Uh, oh, hell, gay staffers are posting nude sex pics. It isn't about decency. It's about their power. I d- okay. I'm, all right. I don't know what that I don't know what the. The, the the nude pictures in the Senate chambers. I don't know what that has to do with McConnell and Tillis and Democrat leadership. I, I don't Yeah, they're not. I mean, none of those guys are facing any kind of charges. That's from Capitol Police, I believe. Right. Yeah, those aren't the norms I was looking to restore either. So I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, now, like the words mean things and and. The, the term establishment is thrown around at whoever is your opponent on a particular issue. And like, frankly, I grow pretty tired of the of these these words used as weapons. You know, I have no tolerance for it when it comes from the left. And I don't have any tolerance for it if it comes from. The right. I don't even know, because sometimes it's not from the right, but whatever, like. I don't have any tolerance for it. I don't appreciate it. Um, and, and because the word, again, words have meaning. In my view, words have meaning. And so what is, quote, the establishment? Uh, I've heard the uniparty. Um, you know, if you've got people like the Lindsey Grahams and even Tom Tillis and Mitch McConnell and what was the guy uh, uh, that, that was out there pitching the Langford, right? Pitching the, the Ukraine deal. John McCain, those, yeah, the people that have been around the swamp creatures, like they've been around for so long. I get that. But this idea that, you know, Trump does not have a large amount of influence in the Republican Party. That didn't, and that is, I mean, if you don't think Trump has influence in the Republican Party, you are in denial, right? He is the leader of the party. So I, I understand people work against him, but you know what? That's been the case forever. All all of the presidents, as you know, heads of the party, they all have people that work against them to some degree. What do you think the uniparty would be, right? 
unless the president is part of the, quote, uniparty. But that hasn't always been the case. Come on. So the... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I like, I, I get frustrated when I hear some of these rhino is the other one. Like, I don't even know what that means anymore because the guy who's the Republican leader, Donald Trump, lifelong Democrat who then registered as a Republican and now is the leader of the party. So what exactly is a rhino anymore? Right. And I, I'm not meaning this to like incite people or get on people's nerves. I just, I'm letting you know that when you use those terms to me, like I, I don't know what you mean by those terms because they mean different things to everybody that says them. So I would recommend just finding a different term because at this point, they don't really, they don't have much meaning. Let me go over here and get Susan on. Hello, Susan. Welcome to the show. Hey, Pete. Thanks hey. for taking my call. Yes, absolutely. What's going on? Um, I'm really glad you let uh, part of that speech be on the radio today. Yeah. Um, you know, she's all, bur- all bun and no burger. When she says return to normalcy, there's no definition. She has no policies about immigration, the economy. She's pro-WEF, globalism, pro-military. She's practically Joe Biden. She spent half her speech dishing on Biden and Trump as dementia patients and bullies because the word bully is a big trigger right now. You know, it starts in elementary school. So if you can call somebody a bully, you can immediately make them a bad guy. Well, yeah, I mean, she said that they were, uh, uh, what, that they call, Trump calls his fellow Americans vermin, Biden calls his fellow Americans fascists, um, and you're essentially demanding that their followers hate their fellow Americans. But she's pro-Ukraine uh, money, pro-military-industrial complex, pro-UN, pro-WEF. She's a globalist. Yeah. Well, why doesn't she run as Biden's vice president? I've seen people suggesting that she's angling for a post on on his uh, in his administration. I I don't believe that to be true. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's true. But she, she no one calls her out. Okay, define normal. Return to normal. What is that? Well, I mean, I think if she, she does no any kind policies. of policies. If she does some, if she does media availabilities, which she has ceased doing recently, right? She's not doing a whole lot of the town halls anymore because people ask her those types of questions. But that would be uh, one of the questions to ask. Although I would, I would push back a little bit and say that uh, she she did outline some examples of what she considers to be a return to normalcy. Now, whether she could achieve that or not, I don't know. Um, you know, saying we're respected around the world. Uh, that, you know, we're not encouraging Russia to attack allies. So she does have examples. You may not agree with those examples, but she does list them. And as for the policies, I mean, I've 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 played a lot of audio from the debates that these candidates had. She outlined a lot of policies while on the debate stage. You can go to her website also and learn about the policies that she has been promoting. Again, you could disagree with those and think that they are typical of a globalist. That's totally up to you. But she has advanced these ideas which is why I think people think she's a globalist, <laughs> because she says these things. All right. Do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay, so what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply at CarolinaReadiness.com. Whether you're looking to expand your emergency preparedness supplies or you have no idea where to even begin, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. Food, water purifiers, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, 
camping and hiking supplies even, because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency. In Waynesville and always at CarolinaReadiness.com, veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? Got a message from The Hellion on Twitter who says... Uh, that Haley, Nikki Haley's speech was a little bit too school marmish for him. Um, the the dude with the patch on his eye is the perfect example of uniparty. He breathed all kinds of fire until he got up to D.C. And then he started giving us the things are done a certain way in Washington. Paraphrasing. Yeah, the, the eye patch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan Crenshaw? Is that his name? Crenshaw? Crawdad? Crayfish. I forget. Um, I think it's Crenshaw. From I think he's out of Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, got a bunch of emails here. Do, 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 do. Let me go back to the beginning of the list. Um, I read Joseph, so I can, I can delete that one. Um, ben says, just out of curiosity, do you think Elon Musk and other billionaires will help Trump out of his financial situation, or do you think they'll have him liquidate his assets to pay the judgment? Um, well, I I said this yesterday. I covered this in depth yesterday. I don't uh, I don't know what Donald Trump's worth net worth is. I don't know how liquid he is. I don't know if he can afford to pay the three hundred fifty million dollars. I, I don't know. I don't know what his legal bills are. Don't know if he's paying them. I don't know anything about his finances. Uh, And even people that claim to have some idea about his finances, they don't know about all of his finances. So uh, I I don't know. Do I think other billionaires are going to come bail him out and pay his tickets? No. No, I do not. Um, But it's not up to them to have him liquidate his assets to pay the judgment. That's on the courts. And the first step is going to be he's going to appeal those rulings. And I went, I went over all of that yesterday. So go get the podcast. You can get that at the Pete show.com or WBT.com. It's totally free. comes right to your smartphone or tablet every single day, three different episodes. Um, and so if you get that, you can go back and listen. Cause I talked about like the case law with the BMW case out of the Supreme court and the punitive damages being so far out of whack with the compensatory damages, that kind of thing. So, um, ah, oh. So Jabril does know how to contact me. Interesting. Because before I thought, what, no protest out in front of the radio station? There's an email. Delete. Um, Richard says, uh, Pete, thank you. Thank you for saying it. I have hated the term elite and found it to be misused for a long time. It is extremely frustrating as these self-anointed think they are extremely smart, yet I find them to be dumber than a stump. (laughs) How about we just, I mean, well, this is the thing too, because any term that you use that's going to be expansive, right, is going to, by the very nature of the expansiveness of the term, you're going to be including a lot of people under that umbrella that don't really fit. So like if you just say the rich, you know, or the connected, how about that? The connecteds, because that's really what it is, right? It's people that have, ooh, how about the network? The netties. We can call them the netties. Because you don't want to call them the networkers, because that would indicate that they're doing some sort of, like, labor. And that's, that's as I understand it, that's 
one of the privileges of being the privileged, right? Yeah, I hate that term, you know, elite. Because from everything that I've seen, not so much anymore. Um, which, by the way, I went over this a couple of years ago. It's been several years. But there is a theory that exists that um, uh, that a lot of the political positions that people adopt that are, are uh, more and more radical – particularly on the left, that they do so in an attempt to uh, to display that they are better than you, that they are the elites. Whereas in the past, they could do it by showing a large house, nice car, new car, um, clothing, right? But now with, you know, the cost of stuff, Coming down, just like at a global scale, I'm saying, with you know, ignore inf- ignore for a moment inflation, right? You no longer see people like anybody can wear like a tie now, right? A lot of pe- people can have ties, and it's not an indication of wealth anymore, unless you know what you're looking for. To like, that's a really high priced tie. People can wear suits and ties and kind of look like they belong in a crowd of other people wearing suits and ties. So how do I differentiate myself? If I'm of the elite, how do I how do I differentiate myself? And so these adopt the adoption of these positions uh, are outward expressions. Basically, they mind you, they don't live like this. They just express these views. But actually, women can become men. You know that that kind of thing. That it's meant to uh, to communicate that they are superior in. Wisdom and intellect and understanding, they've evolved to an elite or higher position than you, but they don't actually live like that. Um, back to the emails here. Uh, this is... Okay, wait. Ben, is this another one from Ben? You made a comment earlier about the amount of money Biden is spending with the DNC Nikki Haley made reference to the RNC and about them using the funds for Trump's legal matters as opposed to the campaign. What are your feelings on that? Well, that's why I don't donate to the Republican Party. Um, Well, that's one of the reasons. I don't donate to any politicians. It's just I never have and I never will. So um, unless maybe like a family member runs for office and I don't entirely disagree with them, you know, (laughs) because there are some members of my family. If they ran for office, I would not donate. Okay. But if some of, but virtually all others, I would probably give them, you know, 50 bucks or something. But no, I've never made a political campaign donation in my life. And I would be pretty ticked off if I donated money to the Republican Party and they used it to pay for Trump's legal bills. I would. I would be mad about that. But that's why I don't donate to these types of umbrella organizations, because you never know where the money is going. I give the money directly to a charity. I don't give it to a larger umbrella charitable organization that then divvies up my money and, oh, look at that, it funds abortion clinics. You know, I, that's no, I, I don't do that. Donald Trump piled up legal expenses in 2023 as he was indicted four times, spending approximately $50 million in donor money on legal bills and investigation related expenses last year. This is according to Maggie Haberman at the New York Times, who apparently has a direct line, has access to. Donald Trump. I don't know why he does it. He he keeps talking with her and she keeps printing this stuff. I have no idea why he just loves getting burned by her in the New York Times. I don't understand it. But this was her story from uh, late January. 
Trump's political action committee spent roughly $50 million on legal expenses in 2023. Uh, a couple more emails here. Uh, ben, again, asks uh, reference to your caller. I guess this was Mark in the last hour. When was America great? How far back do we have to go? Back. Um, well, I think a lot of people, and I've, I've, I've referenced this over the years, which is, you know, the good old days weren't always good. You know, Billy Joel, the philosopher. So um, people have this, uh, you know, the, these gauzy types of uh, nostalgia thoughts about the way that, oh, we used to be able to walk down the street in the middle of the night at three in the morning, you know, with the car doors open and the doors unlocked and nothing bad ever happened. All that, Like, no, bad things did happen. They did happen. Um, I'm not aware of like, there was no time in my life where I felt like, oh, I could walk down the middle of the road at, you know, three in the morning alone. I never felt like I could, uh, you know, leave my car doors unlocked everywhere I went. So I think people have a bit of a nostalgia, but also there's this idea. I think what a lot of it comes down to is a love of country that is not embarrassing, right? And by that, not, not that loving your country is embarrassing, but that the idea that you love America, what it stands for, and we are all together Americans, right? That concept, I think that's what is uh, captured in that sentiment. And for a lot of people, and don't take my word for it, you can go pull the research, the polling that just came out last week, although I did do a podcast on that one, too, or a radio show on that one. It's on the podcast. You can hear that, too. Um, the polling that shows a, a startling amount of Democrats that, are not, that don't think America is a great country. It is the best country. They think most countries are better than us. A disturbing number, particularly of young Democrats, right? So the stereotype of, you know, Democrats hating America— it's not that far off of the truth because there's such a large portion of them that that don't think America is any anything special. So I think that's the that's sort of the animating concept behind that idea. Because it's a slogan. Make America great is a slogan. That's that's all it is. It's it's hark and Donald Trump is and is a master at branding. Did you see his tennis shoes? Well, not the tennis shoes. What do you call those? High tops? The gold shoes? They just released. I mean, could another presidential candidate pull that off? No. (laughs) So say what you want about Donald Trump. Marketing is his jam. And uh, that's why, you know, he comes up with the names and they stick. Stickiness in marketing, that's what you want. And that's what he provides. He's very good at it. Look, I, to this day, I say China. That's the way I say it. I don't know why. It just stuck. Trump says it like that, and it stuck. Or Ted Budd. I say it like that's our senator. But that's how Trump said it when he endorsed him. And it sticks. Lucky for Ted Budd, it's his name and not, you know, some sort of insult. But, uh, you know, make America great. It's a slogan. Just like, you know, I'm with her for Hillary. Except, you know, that's that was conjured up by some political consultants and so it sucks <laughs> but trump's trump slogan people have on hats because it conjures up these ideas these images and for everybody it's different um 
So, no, I don't know how far back you have to go. For some people, it'd probably be 20 years. Uh, let's see here. DL says Biden did not. Okay. Biden did not defeat Trump. Voter fraud defeated Trump. How convenient that COVID was unleashed on the world right before an election. Look at all the fraudulent mail-in ballots. If Tricky Nikki is the candidate, I will abstain from voting for president. Okay. I mean, and you are free to do so. I don't think she's going to be, but you are totally free to do so. And I, I suspect, though, that I should now start seeing a whole bunch of uh, of Trump supporters emailing demanding that you don't do that. Because Trump supporters have been demanding that people vote for him and not abstain, or else that means you're letting Biden win. So if Trump doesn't get through the primary, if somehow or another Nikki Haley ends up being the nominee, which I doubt happens, but if it happens, she's the nominee, and you as a Trump supporter are going to stay home and protest, then that's giving the country over to Joe Biden. That says, I understand the argument, not my standard, but that that's what I, um, Thomas, what are we talking about? That's the subject line on this email. Respectfully earlier, Jim was on the caller, Jim. He needs to step back from the edge and contemplate what the political world really looks like. It is a blood sport that will never mirror real life. It is all about power, money, Who's on who is on first and fighting uh, both among parties and interparty competitors fighting a disagreement are the tools of that trade. The stakes are too high and we should never expect complete unity. The bigger issue is not who is president, but who will be running the country after 2024, who is in Congress, the Senate and the Supreme Court is where my concerns lay. Then how is the federal government going to operate to serve we the people? Everyone needs to get behind making America great again and work to uplift all Americans, not just the political elite. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was told I wasn't needed, so I don't know. I never did get to this sleeping giant case that could upend Jack Smith's prosecution of Trump. So uh, why don't we do that next hour? Yeah, I'll tell you about a case that could actually have great impact on President Trump's uh, case being tried by Jack Smith.